had this whole story in my head that I was going to get disowned. LaCroix drinker. I hate LaCroix. I am obsessed. You know, that would have been me a few months ago, but then I grow I grew up and I stopped being a baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It tastes like I don't even know. It just tastes so bad. Anyways, okay, so basically both of us like passionately argued about some recent drama over text. If you haven't heard about the Olivia Rodrigo, Sabrina, Joshua drama by now, I don't know what to say. Like, are you living under a rock? Because it's, I mean, I don't think we should recap everything that happened. I mean, we just talk about our opinions, right? TLDR, Olivia made this song called Driver's License. Yeah. Yeah, and then basically in the song, she... I mean, everybody assumes that she wrote the song about her, like, ex slash, like, a guy that she dated on and off. Um, slash co-star. Also, in yeah. In the show they're in. And um, everyone thought it was about him, and he is dating Sabrina Carpenter. And basically, before Olivia released the new song, the lyric in her song was about a brunette girl, and then she changed it to a blonde girl because- and you know who's blonde? blonde? Sabrina Carpenter and one day after the song is released she dyed her hair who didn't that happen no Sabrina Sabrina dyed her hair no she didn't Didn't she oh my gosh I'm giving into fake news yeah that was a meme (laughs) that was a meme oh my gosh I literally was like oh wow she dyed her hair red for a movie before this all happened oh I thought she had just dyed her hair and I was like that's crazy Anyways, that was a really short recap. Like, if you were on TikTok or Twitter, you'd probably know more about it. So, like, go search it up if you don't know and then come back to this episode. But I have many thoughts. I Okay, give your thoughts. Okay, so I've been texting Shafan and being like, so, oh, yeah, wait, we forgot about the fact that Joshua released a song called Lie, 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 which was written before this whole thing. But, like, obviously he released it because he wanted attention. And then Sabrina so Carpenter released, released a song called Skin. Um, so yeah, she released a new song and I've been like, I'm not going to lie, I am defending Sabrina more than the general audience or general public because she was the first concert I ever went to. Oh she my was gosh. my one and only fan account. <laughs> you had a... F- I had a fan account. You had a Sabrina... What? You had a Sabrina... Carpenter fan account. Yes. What were the stands called? The Carpenters? Yes, exactly. And um, it had like 800 followers. I had like hundreds of likes on each post. I was like really into it. And like I bought her merch. Like I was like a whole Serena stan. And I hid it from everyone. Like no one knows. Like I don't think I, you're like the first person I've ever told. I think like two people know. Anyone who listens to this is also going to know. I don't, I mean, I don't care. I'm not a, actually I mean, quick like, insert. Speaking of fan accounts, I also made a fan account once and it didn't have that many followers, but I ended up like I posted a video edit and it got 11,000 views. She's viral. Okay, anyways, moving on. Okay, anyways, so I guess that I'm slightly biased because a part of me will always support Sabrina. Like I've moved beyond that phase. I'm not a stan anymore. I think I deactivated my account out of embarrassment, but, um, 
you know, I like when she released her song, I I'm not gonna lie, I texted Shopman and I was like, this is a whole PR thing. This is so out of character for Sabrina. And I have now revised my thoughts, but I want to hear what your thoughts are and then I'll share my new perspective. Okay. I'll just give a little breakdown of like my opinions on all three songs. Okay. Um I think that Driver's License was a very good debut song for Olivia and her career. It clearly did very well on the charts and I think the music video was very nice especially like I think it's a good aesthetic and I think she has a very solid career in her future um that being said I think it's a little weird how they changed the lyrics because there's a lot of other unreleased songs she has and she always like she doesn't change the lyrics usually I don't know that's just my opinion second of all for the song lie 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 not gonna lie did not hear the whole thing because I was just like this is not that interesting no offense to Joshua Bassett anyways I was looking at parts of the music video and they have the exact same type of scenes as driver's license like cinematography wise there's like in both music videos, there's a, like a scene of them hanging out of a car, like their head is mm-hmm. out of the car. And then there's yeah, one where they're out the driver's seat window. Um, if that does not connect the dots in your head of this is a PR stunt, I don't know what will. Um, lastly, I think that Skin by Sabrina Carpenter is one of Sabrina's worst songs, in my opinion. Not a Sabrina stand over here, but from the music I've heard by her, I'm not a fan of Skin. I mean, it sounds like she wrote it in 15 minutes. I saw like a meme about that, but it's true. Like Skin, you can't rhyme Skin with Skin. Like actually, I think the whole thing is a PR stunt. So I don't even know if she wrote that herself, but um, overall, I think the only good song out of all of those is Driver's License, but now I can't even listen to that because it got overplayed on TikTok. So those are all my opinions. Okay, I disagree on a couple different points. Um, I think there's definitely a PR error to it. This whole thing is not natural. And I think if anybody on TikTok still believes that this is like a natural, normal thing, I don't know what to say. Like so much, so much of it just strikes you as calculated. Um, I personally don't think that it was planned in the way that people think it was. I don't think that they all sat together, like their managers or whatever sat together and were like, okay, this is how we're going to time our releases. This is how we're going to do it. Um, Because there's no way for them to have guessed that Olivia's song would blow up like that. And if it was just a small song, there's no value in Joshua and Sabrina following up with like songs that fix into this drama because they're not going to have enough popularity to like gain off of, you know? And like, honestly, before this whole thing blew up, like if you look at Olivia and her platform, you would think, oh, it got like, you know, 20 million streams or what you you're not going to think that it's going to be super big, like it's going to be the number one song or whatever. So I think that everything that happened with Joshua and Sabrina was like after that it was calculated, but it was after that. Um, I think the music video is the only thing that proves against that. But I don't it feels so weird to me to be like, to connect those songs in the first place because everyone with public knowledge knows that he wrote that song way before everything happened. So I personally think that the the music videos matching up is kind of a coincidence. Like, I don't think that they're playing us that hard. 
Um, and I think honestly, his team was like, okay, we have a mastered version of Lila Lila. Let's just put it out right now when everyone's talking about you, you know? I think, okay, wait, let me pull up the Instagram because there's something they announced the songs at similar times. Um, I agree that this is like, I don't think it's completely a PR strength. PR stunt I think there's a lot of natural emotion or whatever in it too but it's like I don't think that it is I don't think you can say that it's completely like there has to be some element that Joshua announced his song and like had a clip of the music video on December 14th and Olivia announced hers on December 21st and hers came out I think a few days before Joshua's um, I don't know if that has any dynamic, but he did announce his first. Some of it happened naturally with the TikTok algorithm and with, um, you know, the Disney Plus show and everything, wanting to connect both Joshua and Olivia. All of that happened kind of naturally. And the Sabrina and the song release and stuff, I think, was a lot more calculated. It's also interesting that if it was a PR stunt entirely, then they've been working on this for like a very long time because... The whole news of like Sabrina and Joshua being together in the first place like that was months ago like I'm pretty sure the first photo of them together was like right like it had to have been at least in September because yeah, I think it was like August or something yeah that's a pretty old that's old news everyone was already like oh my gosh Joshua left Olivia uh yeah. let's stop standing him so that's that's pretty old and keep in mind that drama just resurfaced like six months later so interesting to see um yeah and like how that, how that played know. out if it was planned yeah let us know what your thoughts are I think this is really like interesting and like so many of the memes on TikTok are really funny but also like the people are hating on all three of them so excessively is just annoying to me like it's I not agree. that deep at all at the same time I think it's like I also think it's weird that people are like hating on all three songs so much like it's okay to not like one song people are like oh my gosh imagine liking driver's license that's such a horrible song ew oh my gosh you're so basic like shut up like it's there's a reason it broke all those records it's because it's pretty good like oh 100 percent. i i'm gonna be completely honest i only streamed the song once um because i streamed it on the day it came out and i didn't i thought i was like you know, I didn't think it was going to be a big song. And then yeah. literally for the next week, I was on TikTok and every single video had that sound and I couldn't. Literally. Like, I literally could not. You just keep scrolling for like exactly. every single song was driver's license. And because um, of that, I never streamed it again. Literally me. I remember I was so excited for the release because I've been like listening to her like unreleased yeah, music for like so long and stuff. Um, and I didn't, I didn't expect this to happen. So I like added it to my playlist. I listened to it a few times. I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a good song. New favorite song of the week. And then I went on TikTok and I was like, I can't listen to this anymore. Yeah. So we're over it a little bit, but I, it's genuinely an amazing song and I love it. I agree. And I'm really excited to see how her career is going to play out. Anyways, what has yeah. been going on in your life? Yeah, I mean, like, I just, I've written down some, like, thoughts of things I've, that's been going on this week, because I've definitely been thinking about this whole drama a lot, like, more than I should be. I'm obsessed with it. But, um, yeah, I was just, 
I saw this video that was talking about like a new year reset and stuff. And I was just thinking about like the concept of a social media detox. Like my experience with it, I have gone off of like Instagram for like four months. I think one time, like I just deleted it for four months. Um, I also like have deleted Snapchat right now. I have like a second Snapchat account. Anyways, it's really, it's like, weird, but I just like, I try to like get myself off of social media, but yeah. What are your thoughts? Have you done it? Do you want to do it? Do you think it works? Um, I remember I used to do like during finals week, I would delete all of my social media so that I could like really focus, but I really don't think I could do it. Honestly, I mean, I feel like the real problem here isn't that I use social media. It's like the amount of time I spend on it. Cause like, honestly, I, okay. I like move on from like different social media apps so often right now I've been on Twitter. Like that's where I spend all of my time. And I've also moved on to, I don't know. I don't really use Snapchat and Instagram that much anymore. So it doesn't really matter to me that much. Like whether I do a cleanse or a detox or whatever, um, yeah I don't know I think it's just like it's just not for me that's what I would say yeah I honestly what you said I agree with so much I don't think that I'm one of those people where like social media itself is ruining my life I think it's just like I spend so many hours on social media every single day and it feels like time like I'm I'll never get back um so I don't know I really want to go on a detox like I really want to do it and just like delete Instagram and TikTok and all of it Maybe I'll finally get the guts to do it for a week or something like that. And I'll let you guys know how it goes for me. You should. Um, But I also, it scares me because once I delete it, I'm like, I'm a big fear of missing out person. And then I'm like, oh my God, what if, like, imagine if I had not been on TikTok the week this whole drama happened. Yeah. And then I would have to explain it to you. Exactly. That's crazy. Also, I feel like a lot of things, like, especially on TikTok, I haven't, I don't think I deleted the app for more than a day since I got it in like 2018. Yeah. 2018. And I can't delete it because my drafts. Me too. But like I just like a few times, but it's like, I feel like I've kept up with everything on it for so long that like if I missed one day, then nothing's going to make any sense anymore. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. I get that. But it's also, like, everything in TikTok goes away after, like, a week. So, it's, like, if I was gone, like, there'd be a new reset on memes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Okay, next thing that I was thinking about in relation to, like, social media use. um, I have been such a morning person lately. Like, at night, all I do is go on my phone and use TikTok for, like, three hours. And lately, I've just been so sad every single night. Like, I just don't like it. I can't be productive. I Sometimes I'm more creative at night. But outside of that, like, I hate nights. Like, now the morning is my life for some reason. And I think that's, like, a quarantine slash online school thing. I feel like as much as I try to be a morning person, I don't think I ever will be. Not really sure why, but, like... I don't know it's harder for me to wake up earlier than it is to stay up late because I don't know I just feel I don't know there's this like unmatched feeling of being awake at like two in the morning and no one else is awake yeah it's just such a nice or it's like I don't even it's not like no one else is awake it's like always me and my sister and we like watch YouTube videos or like random stuff 
and we like do I don't know it's like everything that I do besides school I do at like 2 a.m and I don't know I get that I totally like I get the value of that like I love like night when I'm with someone else like if I'm hanging out with someone else then like 2 a.m is the most special time but when I'm just alone like I don't know it just feels like it's just me and my phone and I don't like that that's so true I can understand that okay yeah Yeah. um for mornings I feel like ever since actually I'm kind of proud of myself since January started I feel like last quarter or like first semester mostly I used to like not wake up that early before school so I'd always be like very tired in the morning and rushed ever since this year started I always wake up like an hour before school now and I'm so much more relaxed and I feel like I have more control over my stress levels and stuff because usually I like wake up and then it's like while I'm getting ready for school or whatever I'm like oh my gosh I have to do this right after school and then this right after school and like oh my gosh there's not enough time in the day to finish yeah. everything but now that I wake up like at like a more peaceful time I'm like you know what I have so much time to get everything done I don't even know if that's just like placebo or something no I get that I feel like lately I've been thinking about the summer a lot because I don't know like I feel like right now life feels so repetitive and I don't really have anything to look forward to so I've just made the summer something to look forward to and like all my friends do like is just talk about like what plans we're gonna have in the summer like we're just talking about oh we're gonna go here go to this lake and you know whatever like all I can do in my free time is just dream about the summer and I'm like I'm so romanticizing it I think that's very that's pretty valid I mean I think the funniest thing about summer is that usually like in a normal world when you're like oh my gosh it's summer like I'm gonna have all the time in the world I'm gonna do everything I've always wanted to do and now we're like in quarantine and we have all the time in the world but it's like I didn't do anything I've always wanted to do you know what I mean yeah no I my sister and I about that it's like even like this really shows that even if you have all the time in the world you're still not gonna get the time is not the problem it's you (laughs) literally no that's true I that's why I like morning so much because it feels like like when I have a productive morning it feels like I just I'm setting off my day to such a good start that like the rest of the day is so much better that's so true and I think having a morning routine and stuff is just like there's like it's an another unmatched feeling like it's I know I'm so never nice. a morning person, but like being able to start your day off productively like changes how you spend your day I think it's fair to romanticize it. It's just, it's a stress-free moment. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like this summer is going to be fun because I'll probably be able to drive to places by myself. Oh my God. That's actually so much independence. That's really exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. This is my moment to talk about Twitch. I have a... Okay, I don't know if this is new. I've always had a Twitch account, but I started, okay, like a few months ago, I started following, I don't know if you know about them, but like all the Minecraft Twitch streamers and YouTubers, like yeah. the Dream SMP. Do you know Dream? I see you and Shree liking his tweets. So. Okay, then you know what I'm talking about. All of that group, I've, I've been following them for so long and I watched like, I've watched a lot of like, 
I don't think I've watched their videos like a lot, but I just started watching their streams and it's just like, oh my gosh, takes me back. Takes me back to when I was in fifth grade. Am I silently judging you? Maybe. I don't care. My sister already judge, judges me. I, <laughs> my life used to revolve around Minecraft for I think about five years and I stopped yeah. watching it because it was like cringy at one point but now I'm back and I'm not even embarrassed I'm not even ashamed of how honestly that's amazing you shouldn't be you shouldn't be yeah and it's like targeted towards 12 year olds and I'm here at 16 watching like grown men like yell while like (laughs) role playing on Minecraft I love it and now my dream is to be twitch famous so if I have time over the summer I'm gonna be twitch famous okay that was another thing I wanted to say this summer I'm gonna go in I'm gonna go in having like one goal to like attain by the end of the summer so like yours is like being twitch famous and mine is gonna (laughs) but it's 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 up there with my goals yeah okay period I I'm gonna like make a couple goals of like things I want to attain by the end of the summer even if I had like a thousand followers on Twitch, I would be forever happy. I'd be like, oh my gosh. Even if there's like no viewers on any of my streams, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm Twitch famous. But Okay, I'll just make I, a thousand accounts and then follow you. That is the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, oh, okay. okay. Moving on from how cringy I am. No, I'm, I'm not embarrassed about this. Whoever's listening to this, you should not be embarrassed if you still watch Minecraft YouTubers. It's okay. We still love you. Mm-hmm. Okay, on other topics, I've been having, I've been thinking about this a lot or like talking to some friends about it. Like, I feel like I have a ton of pressure on myself that I put on myself to like not take the usual path. Like, let me get into it. Like, we live in Seattle and it's kind of like normal to like your goal in high school is basically to get into a good college and a good college is defined differently for every person but generally in the Seattle area that's what the goal is like getting into a decent college for them um and I would say like for like 80 percent of the students it's an Ivy League which is kind of crazy but in general like I feel like life is just focused about college and about um getting a high-paying job and like so many of like my cousins who are going to college now are like family friends and stuff they're all just doing computer science is that their passion absolutely not are they doing it just because they know that there's stability in it and there's money in it 100 and like there's a part of me that's like I wish I could do that you know like I I want to do that like a tiny part of me and then there's so much of me that's like no like you have to chase your passions you have to do something bigger and greater than that and it's like it's not like I look down on people who do that whatsoever I just think like I don't know there's a part of me that wants to not be like other girls like that energy you know what I mean like I don't want to say it but I feel like a part of me is like even though like that stability and stuff is so attractive like I I have to do something better and I don't know if I even can I don't even know if I'm capable and it's like I don't know it's just this whole thing I've been thinking about recently as a person who you just described basically I will say that the only thing I have ever been good at is computer science like I am horrible at everything else and I don't even honestly computer science the only reason I like it probably is because it comes naturally to me which I don't, I don't want to like come out here and brag and be like oh my gosh I'm so good at it I'm not that great at it honestly but the reason that I would say I 
am going into computer science. Maybe it's because it was pushed onto me and I just did it more than everything else, but I'm genuinely not like, I don't know, maybe this is, this is another fostered mindset, but I get really frustrated and annoyed at things when they don't come to me easily or anything. That mm-hmm. sounds so weird when I say it, but it's like the gifted kid mindset. No, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean, where it's like, I get really frustrated when I don't get things right the first time. And the only thing I've ever been able to understand, like from the get-go is computer science. So that is my reasoning behind See, that's it. why you're different than the others though is because you're doing computer science because you're good at it and because you like it whereas like I feel like I know a lot of people who are just doing it because they you know it's like easy to learn and then they can just like oh, kind sure. of you know what I mean like make a yeah. life off of it like they get a job at Amazon that's it their life is set you know what I yeah, mean I like, think a lot of people are like oh six figures and there's a huge industry for it's in Seattle and it's exactly I mean, it's not imp- I mean it is very very difficult but it's not impossible like bam sign me up I'm if you doing- go to RHS if you go to RHS it's pretty much like obvious that if you go into computer science you'll get a job because UW yeah. has an amazing computer science program and then you can easily go to Microsoft and stuff and like so not to say that it's easy to become really successful in computer science I think you have to have like you know, creativity and blah, 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 and stuff like that. Like, I'm not looking down on that at all. I just think, like, in general, like, it's a it's a normal path to take in Seattle. Like, it's That's a path true. that is pushed on everyone, I feel like. I just wanted to say, I feel like there is a very clear difference between people who are on the path for, like, oh, it's going to get me a stable job and people who are, like, this is genuinely my passion in life. And I feel like, I don't know, there's, like, there's people who do, like, I don't know there's like a term for it called like coding monkeys it's just people who like sit at an like an office desk from like nine five and just code random things and then there's like people who like lead teams or like I don't know I feel like one thing I'm really interested in is like video game designing and stuff like that like that's a different group of people and it's very obvious when people are doing computer science for money and when they're doing it for like oh I'm good at this or like I'm passionate about this also like I want to make it so abundantly clear like doing it for the money makes so much sense to me like it's just like you know like if you grew up in a lifestyle where you're like oh yeah like I want to continue living this lifestyle once I'm older and I've moved out and stuff and computer science sustains that very easily for you then like I get it like I honestly like I don't look down on people who choose to go into jobs just for the money like it makes sense like you want to live a certain lifestyle you go reach for it if that's your goal that's your goal but I feel like for me like it's it's hard because like I was listening to this podcast of two students from Trinity which is a college in Dublin Mm -hmm. Ireland and they both are art history majors and they're like oh yeah like I know this job is not very employable but I'm just gonna like or this major is not employable but I'm just gonna get a retail job and then work my way up in the art world and I don't care you know money is not what I care about and I'm okay Mm -hmm. to sacrifice my lifestyle to do what I love and it's like hearing both these sides and like different perspectives it's really hard for me because I'm a very creative person and like I like so many times people are like why don't you just major in music or whatever and I'm like but it's not employable like I you know it's just realistically like I'm not going to be able to do that and so like it's so hard being a creative person because like society doesn't really value that to the same level as they do like the harder skills and so it's like I don't know I've just been struggling with that lately and just thinking about it because I 
I want to find a pathway that's kind of in the middle of both where it's like I can be creative and still like have a good lifestyle but it's just hard like if you're going through it I relate I would say that if I had any other talent that had some future in it like if I could sing like you I would be like ba-bam I'm gonna be a singer when I grow up (laughs) but I can't do that um I don't know so it's like interesting to see how even I don't know I can't I really don't I'm not good at anything besides computer science but I feel like I can still incorporate my other interests into it like I I'm not gonna say I'm a gamer a pro gamer but I do enjoy playing a lot of video games casually so that's why I'm pretty interested in video game design because I don't know I did like a shadow day and stuff at EA the gaming company oh yeah and that was literally, I was like, this is what I want in my future. Because it just awesome. looks so fun. Yeah. And also, imagine if you were a video game designer or whatever, and a Twitch streamer. Just think about it. Please. Can, I, feel, I feel like um, a lot of people I know, I, th- I think it's a divided group. There's some people who are like, well, if like, especially for like class registration for me, a lot of Ooh. people are like, why would you willingly sign up for those classes? Mm. And then, then there's another group of people that are like, oh yeah, my parents told me to do that too. And it's like- Okay, yeah. I get that, I get that. Like from my perspective, like the only reason I brought up this conversation is not because I'm like judging people like that, but it's because I'm jealous of people like that. Like I, I wish that I could take that choice. I wish I was good at it. I wish it was something I was interested in. Like for me, it's like, I'm a complete opposite brained person. Like computer science is like the farthest away from my style of thinking. So it's like so hard, you know? That is the rundown is that- I don't know. It's interesting to see that, like... Oh, yeah. Okay, I remember what I wanted to say. I could talk about, like, the problems with Ivy League culture for so long. Like, Mm -hmm. just, like, the thing that Seattle... Like, I think it's, like, there's different centers of America where they focus on Ivy Leagues, like Seattle, California, New Jersey. There's places where everyone's so obsessed with their children going to the Ivy League, and it's, like, I don't know. It's weird and it's hard and it's pressure and I'm very opposed to it. Although I do understand it, but I'm opposed to it. I feel like getting into college itself is a very, very big accomplishment and graduating from college is also a big accomplishment no matter where you graduate from in the first place. And I also think that the whole like, you're not gonna be successful unless you go to an Ivy League school thing is a very, very, bad narrative to be pushed um but at the same time I feel like if somebody is I don't know I think like I feel like saying like oh you shouldn't be aiming for an Ivy League school that's unrealistic it's like just let people dream whatever they want to dream I think in life in general I would always aim higher than I think is possible but I don't know I feel like Ivy League in itself is pretty interesting because it's like obviously not everyone is going to make it but then like once you get into it it's like the top like one percent of five percent of students who apply right so then once you're in there it's such a toxic culture because everyone's so like oh my gosh I'm already the smartest kid in America to be here 
exactly like you don't ex- escape it once you go to ivy leagues you're in it you're in the toxic stuff like and then when you go to your 15 year college reunion they're like oh my gosh you graduated from harvard and you don't have a eight figure paying job yet wow pathetic. <laughs> yeah exactly just a little bit of a little bit of a um I'm not going to say disclaimer. I was about to say, are you going to disclaim it? Lack of better words. It's not that my entire life revolves around grades and like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to sleep until I get into an Ivy League school. Like, of course, my parents care about my well-being and happiness and like grades is like a separate thing to that. But I do know a lot of people where like their parents only talk to them about their grades and that is toxic culture we are talking about. I think... Yeah, exactly. Like, I think if I wasn't brought up with my parents, like, I would have succumbed to the pressure. My parents are so chill. Like, they obviously they'd be proud if I went to an Ivy League, but that's just not something they really care about. Like, I'm so lucky that my parents are that way. But I feel like if I had just grown up with like a normal set of parents in Remen, like, I would have been so, like, I would feel so much pressure because it's like, it just coasts you. The moment you walk into high school, you can just feel it and it sucks. I agree. Um, I feel like a big part of my life right now is the pressure of college, so I'm not going to lie and say that's not part of it, but at the same time, I'm happy that I have, I'm very grateful that my parents don't, like, only talk to me about school and stuff like that, Yeah. and as long as I'm happy, my parents will be happy, which is good. That's sweet, um, yeah. At the same time, just quickly before we wrap this up or whatever, I feel like one thing that I did not know is that um, obviously I've had a very, very big pressure throughout high school since I was like, what, 14, that I have to have a 4.0 in high school. Mm. Um, and I, every time finals week comes and I have that 89.9, I always get really stressed out and I like yeah. cry irrationally. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the end of my life. I'm going mm-hmm. I'm to be applying to an Ivy League school with a 3.9 GPA. Um, that has been my mindset for the past couple of weeks but somehow somehow I pulled through there's one grade left in the grade book that hasn't been finished um congrats congrats it's amazing thank you I'm like actually so proud of myself too but I feel like a huge like I was like crying for so long because I was like oh my gosh my parents are gonna be so disappointed in me with my tarnished GPA with your 3.9 then I talked to them about it and they were like they were like it's gonna be okay no matter what happens and I was like I I had this whole story in my head that I was gonna get disowned there is definitely a few different groups of people in the Seattle area there's people whose parents are like oh my gosh you tarnished our family honor with your 3.9 GPA and then there are people like my parents I'm very grateful that are like everything is gonna be all right even if you have um not a 4.0 um I love that I love that we went from like talking about TikTok drama to like deep conversations about our future and pressures in high school. Um, I'm I'm really loving it. What matters more in high school than TikTok drama from Dis from Disney Plus? Exactly. The pressures of college. That's the high school experience. That's it. Completely. That's it. Completely agree. From the, one, from the one and a half years I got to experience it. I feel like if I were to like put a title on this episode, I don't think I'm gonna name this episode that, but like it would just be like the the high school experience, no disclaimer. The epic highs and lows of high school football. Yeah. 
Oh my God. Please. Oh my gosh. Okay. Please don't cut this part out. If this episode is not named the epic highs and lows of high school, just know whoever's listening to this that I wanted it to be called the epic highs and lows of high school. Oh, thank God.